Okay, so you have just obtained a Paul. I am myself, kind of. We obtained a Paul. A I'm Paul, sorry. yes. Not even the Paul, a <laughs> just Paul. A Paul. There's a million of them. It's a common card. Soldier. And now everyone sees that there's an Octavian and there's a Cyrus. What a dashing young fellow. Thank you. You as well, friend. I never stop for the shit. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where are you going? I'm going to the cart. There's important things to be done. Oh, you know, finding a body. Oh, that's important for me. You had a body. Uh, and I don't trust I don't trust you with a body of your own anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well then, to your card I guess. Yes. Yeah, that would be beneficial. Keep an eye out for Kikio. He said he didn't see them, so maybe maybe we could see them on the way there. Yes, I know I was a part of him when he when we had that. How long have we been uh like like from the time we woke up to now, how long? has passed like an hour and a half ah okay my familiars are gone the 15 on a survival to make it there and search around so you you make it there fine there, there are footprints everywhere i'm looking for big ass elk tracks you find them oh no is there blood anywhere around them no blood i'm gonna find i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna follow the elk tracks you're not going to the cart? Not yet. So the footprints lead off in an easterly direction. Uh, they're like, they lead off? Yeah, lead off. Yeah. Never, I'll stop at the cart then. How much of my cart is destroyed? About 95%. All the books you had are gone. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what they do. They collect magical things. How'd they even find the cart? Why were they even looking for the cart? I have so many questions. Well, there was like a war war going on. They're probably just looking around for enemies and saw, hey, oh yeah, cart. Why didn't they take the cart? Out of all things, the cart was super magical, big and bulky, and it kind of like style and. <laughs> hey, fuck you. I guess I'll, uh, I want to tell Octavian. I'm. I mean, I'm sure your family has more, right? Could they just ship you a new one? It's not. It's it's the. Even I don't. We need to find the animals. The cart's destroyed. We have nothing. Other than what we have on our backs, I need my elk. If there's nothing here, I'm going to follow these tracks. Kikio, come. Does he come? He does not come. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look for Kikio tracks. I don't care about the elk. Yeah, me too. So you do see some obvious wolf prints. And you see at one point in time, there is like a large indentation of just like a scuffle that happened there. And then no more tracks. Ah, <laughs> your dog got taken. Assholes. I feel better about the cart. <laughs> oh, that was out of character. Sorry. <laughs> this is the Appa arc all over again. <laughs> I know. I didn't realize how much I got attached to this uh, fictional wolf dog until he Especially was missing. Since you never used it. <laughs> I know, but now I miss him. That's how. That's how I work. I need. Uh, we need to head east. Okay. I assume. Uh, these tracks are from the people that were pursuing you? I'm just gonna follow these tracks. I need to find the elk. I take that as a yes. And I follow. Uh, I'm very one-track-minded right now. I wanna real quick ask Paul. Can you can can you ask Paul if if the Sunlight Society keeps dogs? Like, do they have 
like dogs that they use? He should be able to hear you. Oh. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. So the 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 voice. Are are you gonna let him speak through you or to you? I'll let him speak to me for now. <laughs> yes, they have a a a breeder, a trainer. They they're used for war. Um. Yes. Do they keep them somewhere specific? Does that person travel with their company? Uh, mainly anything they find of use is sent back to the main encampment just north of uh, Springyard. Okay, thank you. As well, we've kind of set up a makeshift base. I would wager that both your wolf and Octavian's elks are at this here uh, encampment that they have set up north of, did you say Good Springs? Uh, Springyard. Springyard. We've been there. I haven't. It's nice. I don't know you, but you'll probably like it. Okay. Thank you, I guess. Uh, shall we head whatever direction that may be? Yeah. If Octavian's still following the elk prints, like, I'll follow those too, because it's the best we have. So, Eunice, as you're walking that way, the elf prints are definitely going kind of a, an east to north kind of direction. Not quite where Spring Yard is located. Oh. Hmm. Isn't Spring Yard, like, directly south of us? No, Spring Yard is southeast of where you are. Uh, well, I mean, I guess the elk track is, is more substantial evidence. I just, you know, it's good to know that he's being taken care of if he's there, you know? So, that's good. He's most likely being bred. Ooh. Ooh. He's getting laid. <laughs> well, at least there's that, I guess. <laughs> uh, we'll follow the elk. So is everyone kind of following off in this path? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. After a pr- probably about four or five hours, the sun is definitely up in the, up in the sky. A bit past mid-morning, you guys come along kind of a coastline and where it it looks as though that there were ships here at some point in time recently. Huh. And that's where the elk prints lead to the ships? Yeah, all the tracks you're following, the the elk, the people, everything led in this direction. What directions does this body of water run? Is it like a huge ocean or... Oh, yeah, it it goes in... Yeah, it's, it's an ocean. This is the ocean. The ocean. Wow. What other ports are in the north? So really, the only active port is Good News Bay down in the southeast. Were these ships, did, did we ever see them? Like, were they small enough to fit up rivers? No, but you can kind of see the markings you see on the beach look as though they could go up rivers. So they probably just went back to Spring Yard. Probably. Uh, look, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry the animals are missing. I think at this point we just need to turn around and go directly south. We can follow the river back, maybe make it to the mountains to the south, Golden Summit. There's a, I'm assuming that's a temple, John? Is the Golden Summit a temple? <laughs> you are not aware of the Golden Summit. JK, JK, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know where the where to cross into the like eastern area through the mountains? Oh, you mean the western area? Yes, directions are hard. Though you have not traveled that direction, you know there is a uh, kind of a pass through there. Where the skull and crossbones are on the map? That is the one that is mainly, (laughs) yes, yes. But that is also south of Spring Yard. Yeah. But that is in the direction of, yeah, Stonefall. That is, the easiest way to get to Stonefall is kind of in that area. Okay. So yeah, let's let's start heading south. It's, without the cart, it's going to be a rough 
journey back. Yeah. It's going to take some time, I imagine. But the quicker we start, the quicker we'll get there. Maybe we can do a little jailbreak and then keep heading on. It depends. If that encampment's back, though, that's going to be tricky. Yep, that sounds good. We'll figure it out. She helps her backpack on and, and, and starts walking, presumably after Javak, because he's probably already walking. <laughs> I'm going to go over to Scout and, like, kneel down and just give her a... Aww. Aww. We both lost our children today. <laughs> our babies. She She's going to stand very, very rigid at first and then melt a little bit. Aww. And then tense up real quick and then push you away. Then, yep. <laughs> Let's straighten back up and head out. So you guys are heading due south towards the Frostmoss Forest to get back on track? Yeah. Yes. Didn't we cross on the cart last time because we had to cross the water? It was all frozen over. You guys over, went. Uh... Yeah, there were two options. You guys took the, uh, Around the... Oregon Trail path. Okay. Oregon right. Trail path. Yeah, faster. None of us but got dysentery. Yes, you almost got dysentery. <laughs> you're definitely going to get it this time around. Sweet. It takes you guys about four days to get south. It is cold. Thankfully, you have a reliable shelter, thanks mm-hmm. to Cyrus. Hello. Yeah, my boy. I can change those two rooms every time, too, if we need something different. That automatically got you on Scout's good side, by the way. Just the power. <laughs> it was easy. It's a useful trick. Before you guys get to Frostmoss, what's something you guys are doing in those four days? Bonding with my new host. <laughs> oh, we're coming back to that one. <laughs> but first, Octavian. How many journals did I have? I'll say th- probably three in your pack. Okay. I'm going to be furiously writing. Basically, because I've been keeping notes throughout the whole, like every rest, uh, I keep mm-hmm. notes. But this time, it's a little bit different since we're traveling on foot. I don't have the cart to do that while we're traveling. So anytime we rest, I sit down and I basically explain everything out. And so novelize everything as I'm going. There and back again, Octavian's tale. Yep. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> not not quite that, but yes. Okay. Javak. I am probably going to spend most of my time doing normal crap, you know, cooking you know, that usual stuff. But in my free time, I'm going to be checking out that child-sized coffin I still have. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Which is a little weird also that you travel with a child-sized person now that I think about it. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little huh. creepy. Don't worry about it. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Yeah, I want to see if I can figure out what was going on with this thing, why it was in the treasury of the prison tower. <laughs> And I might employ Herring to help me if there's any, like, Elvish. Okay. We'll come back to that. Scout. She is trying to perfectly mimic pretty much the way that Set and Flo travel. Only she doesn't have Kikyo anymore, so it's probably really hard. <laughs> but she's she's just trying to do what they did and probably be on lookout. Also, funneling that sadness into work. Been there. Herring. I would be talking to Cyrus as much as possible, just trying to talk about like the history of the world back then, because I don't have a lot of that knowledge. Sure. So just asking about like organization of the kingdom and like even stuff like what he knows about like rituals and like sort of the way the Winter Elves lived, because I don't have a ton of that information. 
Yeah, I would share it all with you. I'd actually kind of, uh, I'd be like, well, so how old are you, Harrion? Uh, I'm about 75. And the winter elves disappeared a couple hundred years ago. Yeah, not all of us. Only those who were able to make it through were, were held in safety. The rest of us have just been, uh, you know, scavenging, trying to survive the, the ice giants, really. They, they got a little out of hand. So you never got to know your people, really? Not really. We bounced around a lot. We never... I, my, my life up until about three months ago was just trying to not die. I'm sorry to hear that. You have a great people. Mm. I think I could do one better than telling you stories, though. Who sent you on this quest? Was, was there a knight in your time? Was there a winter knight? Did you know him? Did I know of him? No, it wasn't a position. Well, it wasn't required at the time. I don't remember a knight. Mm. I I work for her. I work for the queen. For the queen? Yeah. Have you ever seen the queen? <laughs> I have. Good. But, yeah, anything you're curious of, I can share tales or even show you memories. I would love it all. So, yeah, I will spend time doing that with him. Oh, as well as occasionally when the tower is summoned, it's summoned with a library that has that's filled with books, bookshelves, things like that. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably mainly focused on the Southern Kingdom 200 years ago text. Yeah. A few, probably, you probably have a small section for the, the Winter Court. Sure. Does it have any personal items in there, like journals or anything like that? It'd probably have a my journal in there. Ooh, love letters. I'm going to read all them books. <laughs> so this child-sized coffin. Yes. It is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to open it? No, I'm not trying to open it. I want to know. Okay. Open it is kind of disrespectful, I think. I would like to try to discern who might be in it. Okay. Based on how it's decorated, any writing that's on it. And then... Maybe I'll decide to open oh, it. Oh, oh boy, oh boy, wait a second. I have a question. I didn't think of this. I wonder, can I talk to it? If there's a corpse in there, I can talk to it. Okay. Uh, there's a time limit, I think. I don't think there's so. Speak with dead. Maybe not. There's no, the only time limit is that it can't be with the same thing within 10, you know, 10 days. Corpse must still have a mouth and can't be in bed. Yeah, I guess not. I thought there was. John, can I talk to it? Well, I'm not opening it yet. <laughs> well, I could cast it through the casket and just kind of knock and see if it's awake. That would be up to Javak. No, I won't let him. Fair enough. So definitely, though, the inscriptions and kind of markings kind of note it as a noble person. Okay. If I see him in, in our passing time, um, like really looking at the thing, I'll offer Jonesy's services. Do you have any idea who this might be? Someone of nobility? I'll ask Carrion and I'll ask Cyrus. So you might also know. Hmm. Uh, I could take a look. Yeah, I can see if there's any elvish on it. While it is ornate and greatly decorated, there are no real runes on the surface of it. I'll hold up the skull and just say, would you like to speak to the librarian? That, uh... Would we appreciate it? I'll just hand the skull to Javak. Hello, big guy. 
Hello. This coffin was in the treasures that we found. Do you know who is inside? The voice is gonna go a bit somber. Um, yes, uh, I do. Why was he or she put in the treasure room? I'm not sure how it ended up there. It wasn't supposed to. There was a crypt further in the back where before it was a prison, it was a temple of sorts. And the body was meant to rest in the catacombs. But now it is destroyed. Yes. What would be the appropriate thing to do? Ideally, uh, if another tower has a catacombs, there would be an ideal place. Uh, if not, then entombed under the ice, I think would be appropriate. I see. Well, we are going to many towers, and I will check, I guess. It is no good to have a soul without a home. I agree. Thank you. I'll hand the skull back. It is very helpful to have the ancestor in such a useful container. <laughs> it is, I agree. Cyrus. Yes. Roll me a flat d20. Alright. Seven. You're getting some slight glimpses from Paul. You're seeing like an old weathered face with like a, a well-trimmed beard. An older guy. And just like a hint of like glowing green in his eyes. Paul, who's that old man? That is Glorystone. Oh, and he is the leader of your faction? Yes, the, the founder and the leader. Okay, interesting. Did you know him well? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I only joined up about a month ago. Oh. If, if that, I, I met him once. Everyone has to meet him once. I see. Is there a reason for that? He likes to put names to faces. Good to know. Says it helps. It says it helps in case anything happens. That worries me slightly. In case anything happens. Well, you don't have to worry, Paul. Nothing will happen to you. I'm uh, not much of a fighter, so you're not really at risk. Would you like to learn magic, Paul? To be honest, it scares the living shit out of me. Would you like to start learning about it? So maybe it scares you less? Uh, I'd be open. M maybe. Maybe. Okay. Well, you think it over. If you decide you'd like to, let me know. I'm a pretty good teacher. You guys stumble across, not stumble, you know exactly where you're going, directly towards Frostmoss. It's a nice little wooded area, kind of in the nook of the mountains. No real bad juju feelings from this kind of area. If, if anything, I'd say Javak is getting a very peaceful presence off of it. Because there's really cool druids that live here, right? And that's just a comes. So it, it is probably getting about camp time. Would you guys kind of camp near Frostmoss or? In. I tell them. In the woods. We go in the woods. Wherever Javak says. I don't think we can do that with the, the tower. Yeah. We're camping in the woods. <laughs> okay. It's going to sleep out in the snow. I got a good feeling about this. Unless there, is there a clearing that would fit the tower? No. Nothing that large. Okay. Well. If you prefer, we can sleep outside tonight. Doesn't bother me. I have a, I have a good feeling about these woods. <laughs> it, it bothers me. <laughs> yeah, 
on how to sleep on the ground in the the elements kind of guy. Yeah, Javak, he's got so. the tower. We might as well use the tower. I mean, it's a tower. But if you think we should sleep outside, I guess we if should. If you would like to use the tower, I would like to explore the woods. Hmm. Fine. I, I just, I, I need to sit down and journal. I'm tired of walking anyway, so let's just go to the woods. Okay. Go to the woods. Okay. So, making camp, what is kind of everyone doing kind of the setup? I, Javak, you kind of just going to look around the woods? Yes. I am looking for firewood, but really I'm trying to figure out what's the deal with these woods. Why do they make me feel so good? <laughs> Why do they bring me such peace? <laughs> so, everyone else is kind of setting things up and you're looking for wood. You see a glint in the distance. Don't fuck with those. Kind of just like a, a glowy, a, a, a glowing essence. The voice of Ordok tells you to run. <laughs> <laughs> I will cautiously approach it. As you try to approach it, it starts going a bit deeper into the woods. You can make out parts of it here and there. It looks to be a, a, maybe a, a deer or a stag. Oh, John. What did I know? John, I would like to follow the stag. I'd like to follow the stag? I'd like to follow with all my heart, John. <laughs> <laughs> it leads you deep. I say that all in all, you're, you're missing from the party starts to be noticed because, you know, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, It's been a while. Has anyone seen Javok? It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm... Did anybody set up my tent for me? No. Uh, it, but we don't have tents. What? what you... I'll set up your tent for you. I'll... You're uh, just carrying a tent on your back? Do we have... Um, he, he wanders off and gets firewood a lot. Up. He's probably fine. You all know him better than me. If you're not worried, then I'm not. No, I, I want to go back to this tent issue. Do we not have... <laughs> We're going to sleep outside and... on the ground? Um, I did not carry a tent into battle. Um, Cyrus, you have that floaty disc thing, right? I do, but it only lasts an hour. Oh. Yeah, I guess, yes, you're sleeping on the ground. Uh. It'll be character building and yada 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 and other stuff, but your book said. I gotta go try to find Javok. <laughs> I don't know, with a bow drawn, I'll go search the perimeter. Hold up, I'll come with you. So, Javok, as you're going deeper, you start hearing like a metal-on-metal metal noise. Repetitive. Clank. 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 And it seems that this this stag is going in that direction. I'll keep following it. After a little bit, it kind of takes a, a, a turn and you lose track of it. But the clanging noise is louder. I will start heading towards the clanging noise. And... Justin. Can you describe? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't quite sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say, like in a clearing, there's a small, like, uh, like hunched-over kobold. Maybe about, roughly, you could guess him standing maybe about two and a half feet tall, vaguely. And you can see that he's like he's crouched so like his feet are flat on the ground and his butt is almost on the ground and he's holding a, a pair of tongs with a 
a, like a dimly glowing piece of metal on like a what looks like a, almost like a flat rock and he's striking it with this little tiny hammer and every now and then he lifts it up and as his head comes up you can see he's got these big almost like crystalline looking goggles on his face like safety goggles and he's looking at it and then bringing it back down and ting 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 what you can see of like his snout you can see that his scales are almost like ashen gray and on the right side of his snout you can see that there's like a wedge scar where you can see like a tooth kind of poking through like a little snaggle tooth poking through and he just says ting 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 I'll step out into this clearing so that I'm not like hitting it by the trees and I will see uh, hello friend as you call out he like like tenses completely and slowly cranes his head over in your direction and looks you up and down through these like goggles that make his eyes like appear like they're bulging almost he looks up and down and goes oh shaisa um hello friend um uh, you're a large one i see and you are very little he looks down at the ground and looks back up and he says well i suppose that all things are small to you no a lot of things yes I look around, there's, he's alone? And... He is alone. Um, what are you doing out here by yourself? He puts the hammer away and then takes the like glowing piece of metal in his right hand and like puts the tongs away and like turns around and uh, like is kind of scanning the area looking around for anybody else. He says, Ah, well, I had just stopped to make a couple of um, uh, fixes to a very important um, piece of uh, equipment for myself. And while he's like kind of putting his stuff away, his arm goes behind his back and comes out with like a buckler shield that's probably, you know, like about midway up his forearm and covers like his hand. Like he slips it onto his hand as his hand comes out from behind his back. You can see that from his side, he's wearing like this kind of loosely fitting long coat. Um, but on the outsides of the coat, there are these two hand axes hanging from his side, like one on either side. And there's a big crossbow across his back where you would see like the gray on his snout. On his arms, it's almost like a dark black all the way down. And you can just see like his four fingertips at the you know end of his hand are gray still. Everything else above it is all black. Almost like he's wearing, like, a skin-tight suit. A, a more immense why you were out in the wilderness, alone. It is dangerous. He says, oh yes, the, the whole world is very dangerous. Um, but, uh, you see, there is a certain um, thing that I'm looking for out here. Uh, I was hoping to find it in these woods, but uh, it has proven, um, well, uh, uh, fruitless, I suppose. So, um, uh, I suppose I did not introduce myself. Uh, my name is Leffy. It is a pleasure to meet you. And he bows his head all the way down, like using his tail to balance himself so he doesn't fall over. <laughs> I, I'd return the bow uh, as best as I can mimic. And I say, my name is Jibok. He says, Jibok, it is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, and he... As he's talking, he brings his left hand over like to his right hand with, with this piece of glowing metal, and he places it on his left arm, and you watch as it kind of, it seems to almost like meld into the black on his arm. He starts walking over towards Javak as he, you know, 
reaches out a hand, this little tiny kobold hand all the way up <laughs> to Javok. You can see that like his fingertips like glint almost like metal. Like they seem actually in the moonlight, they would probably glow like glitter like silver. It is a very interesting contraption. And I'll shake his hand. As you shake his hand, you'd probably notice that his hand is like rock solid. It has absolutely no give to it. But he nevertheless, you know, wraps his hand up around yours and he shakes it firmly. And he closes his eyes and gives this big, huge, toothy smile. And he says, uh, thank you. That is a very uh, kind of you to say uh, it is of my own creation. That is impressive. Um, what is this thing you are looking for? He says, oh, uh, it is something that I have uh, really only heard about, but it seems that the dwarves in this area, they are very interested in this certain uh, ore, you could call it. Uh, it is supposedly uh, unbreakable, and so it would likely make a very uh, powerful piece of equipment if I could only get my hands upon it. John, I've spent a lot of time with the dwarves. Do I know what he's talking about? Y yes. What's the sword? Is, is, is it mithril or? The impenetrable mountains. Oh, it's just the stone itself, right? I thought the mountains. Yeah. Okay. Or is it an ore? Or is that really what he's trying to figure out? I had imagined it was like a rumor, basically. Okay. So. I would assume that I think it's the rocks itself being as. I didn't, I didn't mine with the dwarves. I just lived with them. Because mm -hmm. nobody's fitting me in one of their goddamn mines. <laughs> <laughs> you are on a personal quest to find it on your own? He nods eagerly and he says, uh, Yes, but I suppose it does not have to be entirely on my own. Uh, perhaps you were looking for a uh, companion? I am traveling with many companions. Perhaps you would like to join us for supper? Uh, he says, Oh, well, I actually um, don't. And he's interrupted by like the loud gurgling of his stomach <laughs> and he kind of puts a hand over it and he says <clears throat> i um i suppose that would be uh excellent as a matter of fact but um before uh, we go to them um i just need to make sure that you are not trying to kidnap me yes uh, yes what what can i do to prove my honor mm -hmm. he kind of taps his chin ah i know here take my sword and I drop this big sword in front oh, of him. <laughs> now I am unarmed. It, how, it's like half of a greatsword, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so it's probably bigger than he is. <laughs> Very much so. Could I lift it with a 13 strength, do you think, John? Uh, you could probably drag it. <laughs> you could probably, yeah, drag it. You probably couldn't lift it. Oh, can I try? <laughs> it's not that it's a heavy sword. It's more that it's unwieldyly long because oh. it's a very thin blade. Right right okay i will uh i'll pick it up and as like as i grab the handle and i look at it i like instantly my eyes go wide and i say oh wunderbras this is a, a very um unique uh artifact where did you get this it is it was passed down in my clan oh. mm. well uh I suppose that I am not very uh, familiar with giants and their um, manufacturing, but it is a very nice blade, or at least it appears like it might have been at some point. <laughs> I will... Uh, I, I'm not angry with you, but uh, any other Goliath you talk to, 
We probably should not call them giant. Just on principle. He kind of narrows his eyes. He says, you are not a giant? There are much bigger ones. And we do not get along. Oh, he, he kind of, he looks honestly frightened for a moment. And he says, how much bigger? Um, it depends. At least three of me. At least tr three? Oh, goodness. Um, well, uh, let's hope that we do not run into them then. Uh, you are then a Goliath, you say? Yes. I find that to be a very fair description, so I will take it. Um, but you see, I could, um, fix this blade for you, if, uh, you will it. I appreciate the offer, but it has sentimental value the way it is. Ah, I, I see. Well, um, <clears throat> uh, you may take me to your friends, a kind one, um, and uh, hopefully they are as kind. <laughs> I think we'll find some of them are. Others, <laughs> a little uh, rough around the edges. He says, well, uh, I'm sure they can't all be so bad if they all follow you anyways. And then he just kind of, like, bows head and, like, gestures for Javak to lead the way. I will lead him to the campsite. <laughs> On your way back, you do not see any, any glowing, any presence of the stag you saw earlier. The clearing you're leaving, it does look to be somewhat of a druidic holy site. As we're walking, I'll be mumbling in giant. Just a prayer to each of the four gods. The first one you come across is probably going to be Scout, who is trying to look for you in the forest. And I forgot, Cyrus is also with her. Mm -hmm. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Easy Roller Dice. They are a customer-focused tabletop gaming company specializing in products for gamers, educators, and all other professions alike. They have a full collection of beautifully crafted dice, as well as a whole inventory of other great gaming materials to suit your every gaming need. Go on over to their website and check out their full list of amazing products. And while you're there, add something to your cart, because our listeners are receiving a special 25% discount when you enter the code DOD, like do or dice, DOD25 at checkout. So as always, thanks a bunch to Easy Roller Dice, and thank you all for listening. Do you want to get real cozy with the show? Stop in at our merchandise store hosted on TeePublic and check out our designs. You can rep your favorite podcast and announce your nerddom proudly to the whole world at the same time. Or like, from your house with a mug. Either way. To find us, just search Do or Dice, or go directly to tpublic.com slash user slash do or dice. Hey there, John here to tell you about the awesome benefits we offer our fans over at Patreon. We recently decided that to bring the most value possible to our tiers, we would restructure them and pack as many rewards in there as possible. We have three to offer, each unlocking amazing monthly rewards. Everything from a sub-only Discord channel to actually being in the game. If any of this has tickled your fancy, then jump over to the Patreon and become a member. But remember, this is entirely if you want to. The show will always absolutely remain free. We just wanted some way to reward those who want to support the show. 
But in any case, we appreciate all of you and hope you enjoy the episodes. You know, it can be hard to stay engaged sometimes to a disembodied voice like myself. And when you're trying to tell a shared story across counties, states, and countries, it helps to have a program that can take some of the distraction rules away. We use Fantasy Grounds, a powerful program designed to create a more unified party. Fantasy Grounds can do rolling, macro commands for spells and abilities, battle maps, journals, and even full player character sheets. If you're not using a program like this or you're unhappy with your current platform, you should definitely consider Fantasy Grounds, and you can even check out Fantasy Grounds free trial. How tall is Scout? Uh, two and a half. Hey! Yep. Awesome. Hi, buddy. Awesome. We're both wing cloth. I probably can't. I probably can't see them through the brush. <laughs> I'm yelling for Javak. I am here, little. We're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of look up at him, like like cradling his sword in my arms. I look up to him and I say. Oh, I did not know that your children were in your group. <laughs> uh, how old? Whoa, Jabak! Someone got your sword, and I have my um, I have my crossbow aimed. I I quickly spin around, and I go, "Who stole your sword? Who? Wh- where is it?" <laughs> I'll step out in front of Scout and say, "No, God, no, no! You let this little is, guy disarm you." It is okay. This is a friend. I gave it to him as a show of faith. Uh, I, I set it down. I kind of stand up on my tippy toes and I look over at Scout over like a, a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say, oh, finally, somebody normal sized. And I like waddle through and like kind of push the branches aside and am like directly eye level with Scout. Have I ever seen a kobold before? No. Okay. My tail starts like thumping off the ground and everything. And <laughs> I move the sword to one hand and I reach out my like silver tipped hand towards her and I say, oh, My name is Leffy. It's nice to meet you. Um, Leffy, real quick, roll me a constitution check. Constitution check. Or, I'm sorry, saving throw. Saving throw. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. It. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're good. You, you, you feel a little hiccup. But everything, everything's not, not, you, you, you're good. All right. Okay. Oh, yes. trust me, John. I know I'm good. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Uh, well, uh, I, I, you're my height. I say, yes, isn't it wonderful? And I like hold, I'm like gesture my hand again. It's like almost like shaking. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to like flick his hand like what but what are you it probably hurts because his fingers feel like they're made of like solid silver what are you um i am leffy uh i i said that did i not um memory is not uh the strong suit well i'm sorry i'm your height but i don't have a tail and i don't hurt my hands don't aren't hard as rocks oh yes um i do certainly have a tail yes um Oh yes, uh, you see, uh, my my hand. It is um, uh, it is a gift. Uh, you see, it is not um, my original fun. We can get back to that. All these other people are big. It's not their fault. They're, they're okay. Yes, well, I had already met uh, Javok. You see, he seems uh, the kind one. Um, but he's like 
gestures his hand out again, like still trying to shake hers. <laughs> He's kind of like, it looks like the sword oh. is straining in his left hand. Yeah. He's having a hard time holding it with one hand. I'll finally hold my hand out. Yeah. yeah. He grabs her hand and shakes it, you know, firmly, still like solid metal. And you ever... Wet noodle. You know the feeling of like when you're... Like, if you have your hand on the table and, like, your phone vibrates on the same table, how you can, like, feel it, like, all the way up your arm. Yeah. He seems to almost be buzzing. Huh. So, like, his hand, like, is, like, very faintly, like, vibrating, and you can, like, almost hear it, but only, like, touching his hand. Was Cyrus with her? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Javak's got a thing about finding little people in the wilderness that need help. Oh, but I, I do not need help, I assure you. I am uh, actually looking for something uh, beneficial to me. Um, but I met this kind fellow, and I have a feeling there's something uh, uh, heroic about him, you see. I, I am drawn to such people. <laughs> heroic. <laughs> Where are you looking for a hat? This guy's a hat. We just met him. He says, oh, hello, Hat. Uh, my name is Leffy. It is nice to meet you. He nice to meet you too, Leffy. Cyrus, though. I don't think he likes it when you call him Hat. Cyrus. Yeah. Um. So your name is not Hat. It is Cyrus? It is Cyrus, yes. Ah, and well, Cyrus, I am Leffy. It's nice to meet you. It's um nice to meet you too. Oh, um, shake his hand or try to. Oh, yeah. He, he It's already up there. Eager to shake. Oh, all right. Yes. Octavian wears glasses, right? Yeah, but they're fake prescriptions. Okay. <laughs> in fact, in these travels, these last like four rough days, one of the lenses has fallen out, so he just popped the other lens out and has just been wearing the frames. Okay. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll take you over to, uh, to Octavian. He's got glasses too, so you guys probably have a bunch in common read things. Oh, I I would say that is probably very likely if he wears uh, safety goggles as well. Oh. Mm. I don't know. You'll probably find stuff in common. Is this man Octavian? Is he a smith of some sort? Uh, perhaps a skilled craftsman? He is. No. He is anyway. His family is a craftsman of wagons. Oh, I see. So uh, a, a, a member of a craftsman's bloodline. Uh, very good people, usually. Usually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not always. Let's go meet I him. I feel like I'm being set up. I, I cannot wait to, to meet him, so um, perhaps we could go. Uh, you mentioned a meal, uh, Javok. Yes, when we get back, I will prepare us a dinner. Oh, thank you. Wonderful. So I suppose then I will also nag you for food like your daughter does. And I kind of like, I kind of like hook a thumb in uh, Scout's direction. Let's just get one thing straight. He's not my dad. Oh, I had kind of assumed. I look at her and I look at Javak. And I'm looking at Cyrus because I'm like, you assumed? And I look at her and I kind of, and I kind of squint. And then I lift my left hand and I start counting on my fingers. And then I seem to come to a conclusion. I nod and I say, right, right. Um, very well. Uh, noted. In fairness, I thought the same thing when I met him. Yes, it Why is. would you assume that? Well, because you are, uh, you know, so small. And um, he, uh, I suppose, uh, does not make sense. But <laughs> to be fair, children are small. Yes, they most certainly are, well, uh, especially my... dwarven children. Have you seen a dwarf baby? They are so tiny, it is, like, impossible. Oh, gosh, yeah. 
Yes, you have. Uh, yes. It's truly. There, there's uh, dwarves and there's halflings and we're different species and he's a Goliath and we're all different. So then you are an adult. Is, is this true? I'm getting there. <laughs> but uh, do you suppose that you will grow much larger than you are? No. Because I mean to say that if you are at your full size and you are so much smaller than a dwarf, I, I have to imagine that when you were a baby, you must have been so very tiny. <laughs> That's so weird. He's like rubbing his he, cheek. He likes tiny cute things. Fair enough. Who doesn't like tiny cute things? Seeing Scout not <laughs> receiving his enthusiasm very well. <laughs> he says, he says, no, you see, it's like, um, you see, I am uh, very fond of small uh, contraptions, the smallest that anyone could possibly make, you see. So um, I, I actually, like, reach into one of my pouches and I press to digitize a small, like, what is it? A, um... You know those like perpetual motion type looking machines, yeah. like uh, they have like the the weights that spin back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just kind of holds one up. It's like palm sized for his palm, which is probably like maybe an inch and a half squared, <laughs> air cubed. And he like holds it up and he says, "See, like like this." And he like pokes it and it goes tick 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 and starts going back and forth. I, I do get it, but I don't think I'm gonna be as enthusiastic talking about our height similarities anymore. Maybe he kind of frowns. I uh, will remember that thing. Uh, yes, thank you. Okay. He will remember that. Well, just for the record, Javok's not my dad. <laughs> I'm going to start walking to camp. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I will remember that. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to keep up on everything Do or Dice, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Do or Dice Podcast. Or join us in our Discord. You can find all of our show notes, character sheets, and player bios on doordicepodcast.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and leave a review. We appreciate all of them. See you soon. Same dice time, same dice channel. There was a time when dragons flew the sky. Hashtag Paul is temporary. God, Paul's temporary. Or our love is forever. <laughs> Our love is forever. Yeah, go ahead and throw some like frost trolls or a giant at us. My heart it's fine. <laughs> fight. We can fight whatever, John. So an ancient black dragon flies down from above. All right, Bucket. I'm gonna throw the hat at it. I have a feeling that one would beat my safety. <laughs> <laughs>